Hello world, this is the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. Thank you for taking this journey with us with real men, real problems, real solutions. Let's go. All right, welcome back to the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. And um, I'm here today with a uh, good friend of mine, somebody I've known for quite some time. Um, she goes by the name of Nicole. And so um, Nicole is a um, an alpha woman. And uh, well, she she thinks that she's an in quote in quotes uh, alpha woman. Um, but I'm going to let her talk a little bit about herself. Um, but today's topic before we go into that is um, how alpha women's behavior has been taken um, has not been taken over a man's masculinity. So um, how those characteristics have not, um, you know, overpowered or um, taken over a, a man's masculinity. So uh, I thought this was a good conversation to have, um, especially during this time, and especially when we're talking about um, just where we are in life right now. And so uh, she agreed to have this conversation over me pressing a couple times. And she said, uh, absolutely. But I'm going to let her uh, uh say a little bit about herself, but I'll, I'll start off and she can continue though. But she is a career woman. She is a mother. She is a wife. And then I'm going to go ahead and let Nicole finish that up for me. All right. Well, thank you for having me. Super excited to be here. So, so yes. Um, and actually when you asked me about the topic, I wouldn't necessarily say that I consider myself an alpha woman, but I know people assign me to that. And it's interesting because when you when you put the topic out there, I said I actually went and Google. I went Google that. I was like, well, what are the characteristics of an alpha woman? And I think I remember sending it back to you in a text like, oh yeah, okay, that is me. So I, I wouldn't I didn't typically assign myself to it, which was interesting. But mm -hmm. when I went and read through it, I was kinda like, okay, that makes sense. Right. And and then when I was I was willing, more willing to talk about it because you, you talk about the fact that like how do you not allow those characteristics to overshadow your partner or you know overshadow anyone else that might be around you, but particularly as it pertains to your partner, I think that's why I don't view myself as an alpha female, right? Because I don't let it take over, right? Who I am mm -hmm. in my relationship. So now, now before you get in, don't get into that question yet. Before you get into okay, that question, okay. no, no, no. Um, what are some of those? Because I, I don't want us to not target or, or like really for our listeners, not focus on what you said at the beginning, which was what were some of those characteristics that either your your friends have said or what you like uh, found when you discovered what an alpha woman really was? Yeah, I think it's, you know, a drive, um, kind of ambitious, uh, like a, a, a passion to be a leader said to be at the top, um, sometimes noted as maybe a negative thing, but like aggressive, right? Mm -hmm. You never want to necessarily think of women as aggressors, but mm. it is a trait, right? As a part of being an alpha person. Um, and and uh, I think I think those are the ones that I probably prescribed to or I, I aligned to as I was reading them, but I'm sure there are many other traits. 
Mm-hmm. But those are the ones that I think pop out to me is, you know, somebody that's strong-willed, um, somebody that has a presence. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those would be the things that I think kind of resonate when I think about the alpha. And, and again, I read that definition a long time ago. But <laughs> okay. That's, that's, what I, that's what I think of. So before we go into our next question, can we take another stab at this one? Have you been in a situation professionally or personally where you've seen an alpha woman in a negative light? You was like, that is not me. Yeah, absolutely. Can you give an Um, example about that? I've seen that. I've seen that where, you know, I actually see that now in terms of leadership that I have around me um, where they're very strong and confident and passionate about their opinion and their objective mm-hmm. um, or not their objective, but their perspective. And it clouds their ability to listen and to hear and to take feedback and to take input. And so any input or thoughts or ideas or, or, you know, decisions that come from outside of their perspective get shot down. So you see a lot of times, where leaders, you know, let's just say woman to woman, right, or, or alpha woman to to whoever, where it's just it's a, it's a no, right, and and sometimes a lot of times the characteristic that's said is you're defensive. Mm. Um, and I've I've also seen where it's been played on me, right. So my management chain, my male management chain, tells me, right, when. He gives me feedback and being an alpha person, right? I'm going to take that in and I'm going to respond mm-hmm, based mm-hmm. on what I just said because I have my own perspective. Right. And I say, well, hey, I think about what you just said this, 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 and this way. And the response is, you're being defensive. Like literally in a one-on-one with my management, mm-hmm. that was the response that I was being defensive. To right. my perspective, I was actually just sharing my opinion. Mm-hmm. But alpha female traits are not always taken well by other individuals because we're supposed to be seen as like, you know, submissive mm. women. Okay. So I, I think that it creates challenges right. in corporate environment, definitely does. Um, uh, and, and, and I've definitely seen it play out in examples. I've been, I've been a part of them where it's either been me being a recipient or I've seen I've seen alpha female traits uh, applied to others. So, yeah, definitely. Okay. So, I'm, I'm going to add three things to this one. So, the next question is I'm trying to choose my words very, very um, careful here. How's that different than being a feminist as opposed to alpha woman? Or is there a difference? And if there is, because in my mind, when I'm thinking about it, right, I can say that my mom probably was uh, an alpha female. Um, my grandmother was an alpha female. And I don't look at them as totally negative, but I think they have some challenges in their personal lives. And I want that's why I have you here talking about, you know, this situation, especially when it has to do relationships. But what does that look like to then the strong women? So you have strong women, you have alpha women. Yeah, feminist. Do you think that those are all different things or they can all be in, included in one? Um, I know I just I said a mouthful. Different. I, I think I think that I think that they're different. I definitely think that it depends on, you know, 
the viewpoint that someone's looking at. So, for example, if we take some of the traits, right? Mm-hmm. Strong, somebody that, you know, has an opinion or is comfortable in giving a directive. The, the other side of that, right, if somebody doesn't view those alpha female traits as positive, the negative to that is strong equals aggressive. Directive equals bossy. But, and so it's just, it really depends on how you're going to receive. Well, actually, let me take that back. How the alpha female is delivering her traits, right? Or wearing them. And then additionally, how the person received it. And the challenge I think for alpha females is it's acceptable for alpha males. We have to work harder to not let those traits come off negative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they're positive. They're, they're good traits to have, right. right? They're great when it's when we're talking about men. Everyone thinks that they're awesome. With, you know, he's an alpha male. He gets something. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to an alpha female, it's not, it's not viewed as positively. So the challenge that we have with women, because I don't think being an alpha female makes you a feminist. I don't think being a femi- feminist makes you an alpha female. But we, we have to continually explain why I am the way that I am instead of you just kind of being able to be strong, passionate, directed, confident, etc. Okay. Um, because I would, I would, from a personal standpoint, I would look at it as well. You know, I think there are strong women or women who are, who have a strong opinion, uh, and women who are very strong, um, and they may not mm-hmm. be alpha and they, and they may not be alpha females. Right. So, um, yeah. and I think all those, those things, all those things can be positive. Um, do you feel this is a different topic? Well, it's a, it's, it, it goes to, to this, but how are you able to, um, you know, you, you're, you're, you've been married for quite some time. How are you able to bring that home every day? Cause I hear a lot of, issues with my uh, guy friends who have had issues with women who, you know, may not call themselves alpha females, right? But they may not know how to turn that off once you get home. So I think the benefit, I had benefits from the way that I was raised as well as benefits from how my union came together that I think helped with that. So Mm -hmm. those two. So when it comes to how I was raised, um, my my mother um, was always what I would say very strong. So like you said, she she was strong. She was confident. Um, she had poise. She owned a room, uh, and and she had all of those things, right? But when it came to being at home, you know, she took on the responsibilities inside and outside of the house that allowed my, I grew up in a home with stepfather, but allowed my stepfather to also drive many of those aspects as well. What, and, and, and the reason I'm pausing is because I'm actually thinking about what I was about to say sounded like I was going to put them in general assignments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that may not come out the right way, but they had a, I'll, I'll put it this way. They had a very good balance. And they both knew how to play their role in terms of what was needed for the family. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and I, and I didn't recognize all of this until I started my own. So when I think about what their picture looked like, 
at times one person was the, you know, my mom might've been the breadwinner and my stepdad wasn't. And then later on it flipped where mm -hmm. he was the breadwinner and she was, but that was acceptable. And you never heard anything from either to expose the other. Now I didn't understand that at that time until as I got older, I started to understand how much money each of them made. And as I thought back to my childhood and saw how they moved together, right? I started to connect the dots as I, as I got older. There was always a respect in our household for how they dealt and managed with each other, both in the good and the bad. Mm -hmm. my, my parents didn't have a problem showing us the challenges that they had yeah. or us seeing them and, and us hearing about them. It was a, a pretty open household to hearing arguments um, and then also hearing the wins, right? Um, and so I think my the foundation of my mom uh, and who she was as being a strong-willed um, person that was very confident, I think instilled a lot of that in me. So fast forward to my relationship, I think a big part of it, and where I would tell you that I play more of my alpha traits, I, I think I'm a little bit of a chameleon, right? I'm more of an alpha at work, mm -hmm. so when it comes to professional, right. than I am at home. Right. So and, this, this, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, stay on that for a second, because that's what I hear a lot in, in the complaint I get a lot from my guy friends is and we're going to and I'm going to actually gonna have a podcast about this, too. They always complain about they are treated like kings. Not, I'm using the word king very loosely. Right. But they treat it with respect. They treat it a certain way when at at at, at work. But when they go home, it's more so like, hey, um, you're the help almost. And that doesn't mean it's a negative con uh, connotation, but you're almost not treated in the same manner. How are you able to get that into gear? How are you able to, for me knowing you for uh, over 10 years, right? How were you able to learn that? How are you able, because even when I've known you and you've, you've talked about certain things in relationships or whatnot, you've always kind of been that same type of person but you know, talk a little bit about what you took away from your mother, what you took away from those situations that you've had in the past to make you into that person. Doesn't mean it's perfect, right? But what what was it? You know, what, give our listeners and hopefully female listeners can really understand what what they need to do so that they can understand how to go about um, making some of those changes. And this is not a bash, right? Not a bash on women. Not a bash on men. It's just more understanding because a lot of people just don't know, right? I had to go through it and understand like, you know, like that book, think like a think like a man. I also will tell my friends, you need to think like a woman. Right. Think like a woman to understand what she wants, too, because we do that a lot. We're just pushing it on a woman, you know, much of the times. And we do a lot of pushing on a man at times, too. But in this case, in this particular situation with leaving it at work, how do you go about doing that? What conditions you what do you what 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 made you feel that way? And what did you pick up on? I think one of the biggest things outside of my foundation of my parents, which I just mentioned, is the communication between me and my husband. Mm. So, and I think I think a lot of breakdowns in marriages is because the communication isn't there. And communication is, is multifaceted. I think a lot of times communication, people think communication as, I told somebody something and I got out what I needed to get out. Mm -hmm. But communication, it's like a continuous process of I said something, mm -hmm. it was received, I listened, and then I acted. 
like. And then after I acted, I evaluated what happened. And then I communicated again to say, did that work? Yes or no? Mm. Yes, great. Let's keep doing it. Mm -hmm. If no, how do we fix it? Communication cycle starts all over again. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest thing that I think was we sat down and talked about it. And so when I was saying earlier, I have the benefit of my foundation and then I have the benefit of my, um, my marriage. We both happened to work in the same company. Mm. So we both understood the culture of the company in which we worked. And we know that alpha personalities soar in our company. Mm -hmm. So we understood that we were both alpha. Like we got two, we got two of us. And so knowing that we talked about it, right? And a lot of the alpha traits he loved about me, right? When we started dating, it was the, these are the things I love about you. And when I go look at the definition, it was a check, check, check. He loved my alpha traits. But we also knew that alpha people together can be a challenge. Yeah. So we literally sat and talked about it. And a big part of it was, you know, don't bring work home. Mm -hmm. Right. Like when we talk and when we're talking about things, we know work is stressful. Don't bring it home. Right. Home life is home life. Um, we talked about our role. Right. How we wanted to function as a unit. Um, we we talked a lot about um, if we have issues that we need to talk about issues. We also said we wanted to do counseling before we needed counseling. Mm -hmm. We were like. We we don't we don't want to go sit into a, and talk to a counselor when it's when it's issue when the issues and when the issues are already there right yeah exactly and a lot of that was learned from you know prior experiences so we we didn't just come up with this stuff like right 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 experiences, right it was like we, we learned about these things we got feedback from other people and mm -hmm. so a, a big part of it is the communication and and the support model that we provide to each other and understanding that communication means you might not always like what I have to tell you. There have been some knockdown drag out conversations. But the the value of those conversations, or what I say the premise to having those conversations needs to be is that you have to be able to lay it out on the table because you know that to only get to, to get to the, the crux of the issue and to make it better is to talk about what hurts. And so I think a big part of it has been us kind of aligning and communicating and talking to each other. And, and, and then in that my, the foundation of what I knew and what I saw that it's okay to be submissive. It's not a bad thing. Mm. It's not a bad thing to shut off some of those traits. And so we've, we've gone into roles. We've understood how we have to shift at some, at different times in, in, in our roles, right? Where, you know, back to the, the model I told you with my mom, right? Sometimes somebody's making more money than the other. Sometimes somebody's not. Yeah. But it's talking about that. That was a challenge for us in our relationship when that flipped a little bit, right? The, when the when the script flips in terms of you know maybe the the woman making more and I know this is open and honest transparent conversation so right and and we noticed that that was creating some 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 a, a gap between us right mm -hmm. so we had to sit down and talk about it instead of letting it you know 
freight other issues um, within us. So I think the biggest thing to, to the question is, I think the biggest thing is the communication. Um, if as a man, if you feel like you're not uh, getting that level of respect or the traits are starting to, you know, uh, create issues for you guys, communicate about it. And then for the woman, it's the same thing, right? Communicating mm -hmm. about, you know, you don't have to turn off all the traits. You just have to, you have to manage them. So with that management, right? Like I'm thinking about from a man's point of view and, you know, I usually have men on, um, but I, I, I definitely need to have women on because I wanted to make sure that it's not just coming from one side or it's my side. Um, but I really want you to kind of dive into like what well, with you knowing how a, a, a man operates, or how he feels and things of that nature. Um, how do you still allow him? Because we're talking about masculinity, right? How do you not take uh -huh. over that masculinity? You know, like, how do you not take over his being a king, his his being a, a like, quote, I'm using the word, quote, unquote, man. And a lot of people can use that word. You know, some women like, well, be a man. And like, I'm using man in a sense of making him feel, stroking his ego, um, building him up, the support, things of that nature to uplift him. And some of the things that may be old fashioned or what we might have seen growing up. But how do you not still keep your you know, uh, um, you know, womanhood, feeling like a woman, feeling like you're supporting those things. But how do you also make him feel like he's not losing that or stripping him away from that, especially in the world that we live in and when things aren't as uh, black and white as they once were? I think the reason I'm almost in a sense struggling to answer is because it feels so natural. So I'm trying to figure uh. out like, how do I explain the natural, right? It's mm -hmm. like, because to, to me, so, so let me, let me see. I think, I think you might remember this. One of the acronyms that I live by is LUVAM, right? Mm. And the acronym LUVAM is, I'm going to let you be a man, mm. right? So sometimes when I catch myself not allowing him to be the king, the head of the household, I have to tell myself, Oh, you need a blue band. I actually just earlier today we were downstairs and I was like, uh, I got a blue band. I got a blue band because I was, I was trying to check him on going to do something that yeah. I thought should have been done at night. Uh. And 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 before I so I said it once, right? And I said, Hey, are you gonna you know X Y Z? And he was doing some other things. And to be fair, right, he was juggling the kids while I was working. But I still thought that this thing needed to be done at nine. Mm. And and <laughs> right. so I said, Hey, are you gonna do X Y Z? And he he said, I'm dealing with the kids, blah, blah, blah. 30 minutes went by, and I was going to tell him again. And I said, I just, I need to move him. Like, he's doing something, like, leave it alone. So I think one of the ways that I do that is if I catch myself creeping up to do that, I, I check myself with my acronym. Um, but, but how do you even get to that women, point? How do you even get to that point, though, Nicole? I'm just going to say, I think the most important thing for us is to recognize what being a man means to your man because everyone's thing is not the same mm -hmm. the things that would trigger my husband that don't make him feel like a king may not be the same things that would trigger you or somebody else i would say this so, though that situation you just said right i always believe men are dogs yeah, and women i think for <laughs> most people i have heard this from a lot of different dudes 
the like I'm using the example of the trash can, right? Take the trash out. They feel like you need to take the trash out right now. And the dude is like, oh, I'll take it out a little bit later. In his mind, he knows he needs to take the trash out, but you wanted to take be done right now. And so I've heard that yeah. from my going, I'm sure you have to, from my uh, great uncle who's de dead, from my mother's generation, from my generation on. Like, so that's something from what you just described just now. It may be something slightly different, but you asking a man to do something and he's like, I'm gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you want it done right now. So like that type yeah. of thing. I think something, some, some things are just, no matter what the man or the one, I just feel like some things are just norms, right? If we, women just want done and men just want done. It may be different in the situation, right? But that's not something that I don't hear often, <laughs> you yeah. know? But but it's but it's the same thing for it's the same thing for women, right? And so, but it, that's why I think it has to be it has to be something that is you have to understand the triggers or the values. Yes or the things that are impactful for your person, right? Because they are not the same. And the challenge is if you take what you, your ex, what your ex made him feel like a king and you try to bring that into this relationship, right, right. those two people may really not be the same. So, and that goes back to the communication. Mm -hmm. You have to understand your partner's love language. Right. You have to understand, you know, what your partner wants and needs in order to feel like that right for example my husband's an acts of service kind of guy right. and um he's a quality time type of person uh, for me i'm about words of affirmation so he'll try to go do a, a ton of different different things and you know that's that's just i don't i, I feel like i could do all for my own there's the alpha female right i'm good right i could do that i know how to change a tire I know how to pump gas in my car. I know how to do all these things, right? I don't necessarily need you to do those, but that's the way he's going to deliver it to me. We were we were going different routes, right, in how we were trying to give love to each other and make each other feel like the king or the queen mm -hmm. because we were doing it based on how we thought they wanted right. love mm -hmm. to be delivered. Yeah. But it wasn't until that communication happened where it was like, Listen, I love the fact that you feel as being a king. Oh, actually, this is a good example of your question. I was like, I love the fact that you feel like you need to pump my gas. One of the things that I loved about my husband, one of the first times we started dating, uh, one of those first times I'd probably say, I was like, I think I need to marry that guy. We went to church together. Mm -hmm. We drove in separate cars. We we're still dating. And uh, we both left. And I was like, okay, see you later. Uh, we were both driving, and I veered off to go into the gas station. I was uh, I was ahead of him a bit. I veered off to go into the gas station. He recognized I went into the gas station. He turned around, came to the gas station, and came to pump the gas in my car. And at that moment, I was like, okay, that's Ding, ding, I've ding, ding, ding. Right. That, like, <laughs> but okay. Right. And I will tell you, for the many years that we have been together, mm -hmm. I, 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 I could not tell you how I probably on one hand could count how many times I've pumped gas over 10 years. Right? Mm, mm. And I've never taken my car to get fixed mm -hmm. at, at the shop. Right. Never touched it. Mm -hmm. I know that those are things that he wants to do mm -hmm. because that's what makes him. But I also know I could do them. Right. Yeah, so absolutely. Yes. I know what the Toyota dealership is. I know. What yeah, the yes. Yes. Is. Yes. Like, I'm good. But I know that that is what he needs to feel like he's taking care of me mm -hmm. so i let it go mm -hmm. i could do it but i yeah. let it go so it's it's a simple example but 
it's an example to say you just have to understand what it is mm -hmm. that he wants to deliver to feel that way. And even though you can do it, you got to let it go. Yeah. So my last thing, right, because we have like a, almost one minute, I, like balance. How do you how did you found that find that balance? I know I, I know through all the you know the years you've been married, and I think it's been like almost 10 years, all the all the years you've been married, but balance, it seems like you're you 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 the communication thing. So what I've heard you say, because I wanna I want I just want us to end on this. So I heard you say C I C C S C, right? Communication, support, and counseling, right? And then I also heard you say you gotta you gotta, you know, uh let him be a man. And you have to just be mindful of that all the time. And whatever that might be for you, you have to communicate that before you let him be a man too, right? You can't just say, I'm gonna let him be a man and do this. Hey, how do you, what makes you feel like, I'm, oh, I like doing this for you, Blage Skip. And then you have to say it and remind yourself, right? But how did you yeah. find that balance? And you got about 30 seconds to tell our listeners, how did you find that balance with all this stuff to kind of like get to that place? So I know it's a learning it process. Really just, it, it's trial and error, right? Okay. It's talk about it, try it out. If it works, do it. If it doesn't, talk about it, fix it. Talk about it, try it out. If it works, do it. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't, fix it. Talk about it, try it out. If it works, it, it's like literally, that's it. Right, okay. Right, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a partnership and you guys continuing to work and figure that out and, and, and don't give up, right? right? So, so with all that too, I also just want to add, like, I think that the one thing that um, is, is, is important is trust. And I think with all the things that you're talking about, you have to trust somebody. So that means you have to get weight. You have to get rid of the, the waste and the issues and the problem that you had before so that you can get to the place to do the CS, CSC, right? To get to the, yeah. to get to the communication, support and counseling, because those are behaviors and things you spoke about that you're already whole when you're coming to the situation. This is the Brother to Brother okay. Show. Thank you, Nicole, for uh, being with us. And I'm sure you'll be on other podcasts with us. So thanks. Please know we love you. Work with us. Be with us. And know we're coming from the heart. This is the Brother to Brother Show.